The wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know, this is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Good afternoon. This is Three Grams and a Mic. I'm Graham Cotton. I'm here with Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. Go, blokes. G'day, blokes. Yeah, he, nearly, he nearly said Graham Kelly then. Did he that? But he did. <laughs> Yemen do Maling. Yes, I'm well too, Cal. Yes, Thank you. That's, <laughs> you that's feel right. yeah, yeah, no. Bit of Waradri language there, guys. I'm bi. You're bi? Bilingual. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have put it past. Well, I think be able to in, in regards to that, I'm bi as well. I have to buy it because I don't get it. <laughs> flyer. Uh, so guys, during the week, obviously, uh, Russia is invading Ukraine, um, against their will, of course. Um, but there's been a bit of a Russian revolt in sport as well. So Formula One have come out and they've canned the Russian Grand Prix in Sochi. Sochi? Sochi? How do you pronounce it? Uh, Sochi, I think. Yeah. Sochi, yeah. So, 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 so. yeah. I think Sochi. Yeah, so, but also, um, there's talk that... Where, where, where does that sit in the, the landscape, like, last? Yeah. yeah. Back in, yeah. Australia make a bid for it? Ooh. Probably too expensive to bring the teams back to Australia. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney were after one? Yeah, they're after the Australian goal. They could. It's not a bad... Uh, It'd be a good ploy, wouldn't it? It would be a bloody good ploy. Because other countries have done tour or whatever. It's usually about the money, though. Yeah, Peter Valandis on board. He'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll have and sold, he'll be too busy to do league. Sold the uh, F1 in Melbourne. Yeah, 130,000 tickets. Sold already? Sold, sold out. First time ever. Australian wow. Sold out. So because well, there hasn't been one for a couple of years. Two, yeah. Actually, uh, was at the gate, right? Was it? It'll be three so, years now since they've actually Wow. Because yep. they were just about to start and all the drivers yep. bailed. They bailed. They? Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Sydney. They'd be looking for that Russian Grand Prix for sure. The only Russian driver is Nikita Mazepin. He drives for Haas. And there's talk that the um, the team are considering removing him. Problem is, his dad, who is very close to Mr Putin, is also a billionaire and fun, funds come from him into the team. Yeah, well, the, the sanctions that um, <coughs> the Western nations are, are putting in place, they haven't cut them off from the SWIFT system yet. But they're talking about that being a possibility. What's the SWIFT system? Uh, the, the banking, tra- international transfer, yeah. money yep. transfer system. Yep. Um, they're not letting them deal in dollars. Because um, they own a, the, the Russian um, guys own a whole heap of, what are they call oligarchs? Is that yeah, what they call? yeah. Own a whole heap of property in London, don't they? In yeah, it's because all the mates of the top communist guys got flicked. Yeah. Big businesses when they were. Partially privatising, so but it'll be interesting if these sanctions prevent Formula One having a Russian owner or or yeah. What about other sports? Soccer. How many Russian billionaires own soccer clubs? Basically, Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah, certainly. Um, Well, that will that'll be interesting. Man City. They kicked Chelsea out of the comp. Oh, imagine that. Sounded good. Oh, is Man City... <laughs> oh, they might be Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Saudi. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so well, watch that man, space. Man, you just painted over their... Sponsors? $72 million Aeroflot sponsorship. Aeroflot? Is yeah. it Aeroflot? Aeroflot is that. I know he's a... It's FMOT at the end. So surely if you're the sponsor, you say, well, that's it, don't pull the thumb. You would do that straight away, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. Of course. Man, man, you... Yeah, depending on where they're sitting, they might be saying, we don't actually want your funding anymore. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like sitting in England in 1943 and accepting Adidas money, mm. you wouldn't do it. And also other other um, nations are saying they won't play in the qualifiers, World Cup qualifiers against Russia as well. So Czechoslovakia, Poland and Sweden are refusing to play. 
And then in the UEFA, um, they've just announced that the championship final, which was due to be played in um, in Russia, has now been moved to France. So it was St. Petersburg, correct. Mm. So lots of these sporting groups are getting on board with all the various sanctions from all over the world. So watch that space. And, you know, well, who's next? Well, FINA haven't. FINA haven't. The swimming is still planning on having their World Junior Championships and the World Short Course Championships in Russia in, I think it's September and December or... Surely that'll have to change. Well, that gives them time to make a decision, doesn't it? A few months away. And the Klesko brothers are, are taking up arms for Ukraine. So inter- interesting. They, um, Ukraine did a, like, just a canvas of men. They recruited over a million people. A million mm. men. Ukraine, huh? Yeah. So, they, so they've got about 500,000, I think. So 250 actual soldiers and 250 reserves. And they've recruited another million. Just think about that. Like, just all of a sudden, well, let's bang. hope the Russians don't pull out the, the nuclear uh, card. Or, yeah, yeah. And also, if China get on board to support them. Well, they'd be very vulnerable right wow. here, right now. They, they got China are watching very, very closely mm-hmm. as they have this plays out. Because an invasion, it, right, is what they want as well. They, that's right. World Ta- dominance. Taiwan is in all sorts. And so are the islands yeah. around the Pacific. Yeah. And the islands in Pacific. Yeah, this this is. I'd say Taiwan's probably more. China have had a claim, or believe they've owned Taiwan forever. A bit like Putin thinks he owns anything that was part of the Soviet yeah. Union. Because um, yeah, the, the, the talk is that he's dropped, he wants to become a czar. Is that what they call it? A czar. He, he, he wants to go back in history and, and yeah, just become a dominant force. Well, he is, he is a dominant force already. Mm-hmm. It'll, be, it'll be interesting to see whether he he tries to put in a like a puppet leadership in the Ukraine mm. and therefore step back and say, no, no, Ukraine are their own country. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just control it. Yeah, just to avoid the, the sanctions. Yeah, that might happen too. Because they're not as... Uh, as much as it's got a lot of oil rich, they're an oil rich country, but I think Ukraine, food. And, a lot no, of no. Iron ore. Yeah. no, I mean Ukraine, iron, iron yeah. ore. But also wheat. Russia. Russia is. Oh, right, Russia. That, that's Europe's big problem at the moment is the Russian gas. Yes. So but, the fuel costs, and even here, I mean, we don't, we've got hardly any reserves in Australia. I think it's one and a half days' worth. So if that ever happens, we're in trouble. They cut it off. Supply. Yeah, I think. Uranium's another big one. You notice how the first thing they did is went over and took over Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yeah. Mm. So that's, um, that's a, a bit of a worry, to be mm. honest. Yeah. But my daughter's biggest worry about that was the dogs the other day. Because <laughs> she, went, she went and visited in 2019. Yeah, 2019. So it's safe to go there? <clears throat> that's what I said. What the, as a father, there was a real WTF. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's you go in and they put on the protective stuff, and you don't go into the reactor, I don't think. But mm. um, people live on the outskirts of it, but through through the the town, um, starts with a pair coming in. There and it's just dogs roaming, and it's a pretty cool photos, like um, the Dodgem cars still laying there wrecked from when yeah. she all went explosion bang and. It's a great movie about it too. I can't remember what it's called now, but it might have called Chernobyl. But it's just a series of might have been. And they go into it and show how it all transpired and how the government sort of wanted to cover it up initially and then it just got too big for them they had to tell everybody what happened. It doesn't sound like anything that might have started in a communist country recently, <laughs> yeah. does it? No. <laughs> mixed up in a way. Yes, indeed. So, rugby news. I'll just quickly go through some stuff. Um, Queensland Reds beat the Waratahs last night overnight, 2016. Pretty wild weather and also a bit of fighting going on, I believe. Didn't watch so it. One of the Aussie teams won. <laughs> they beat each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do we, we're good do we still play rugby? <laughs> is there a, is a, South, isn't there a, um, a Pacific Island team? There, there is well? a, a Pacific Island yeah. team. Fijian team? Yeah, Fiji. So that's and good. I can't remember the other one, but yeah. No. The other one's called Pacifica or something. Or yeah, it's Tonga Combined. 
That's right. Well, what are we going to use if they keep creating their own teams? What have left? If they're competitive against the Kiwis, they'll whoop us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so football news, uh, A-League uh, players and, and club owners are up in um, up in arms because uh, the video referees are taking up so much time in the middle of the game. It's like it's almost like they've got a timeout, like a basketball might have in the middle of a soccer game, which is usually free-flowing, 45 minutes or longer. Get rid of them. Get rid of the VAR. Yeah. Yep. Get rid of them in league. Get rid of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Cricket. Look, cricket. Yeah. yeah. No, you, actually, you've got natural breaks in cricket. The bowler walks back. Yeah, yeah. Every but they ball. seem to take some of the decisions. It does take a long yeah, time. Yeah, I'd speed them up. But look, at rules haven't gone down that path. What do you mean? Uh, with the goal. With the goal, goal review. Goal. Yeah, it's a pose. But, they, or if it but they're sort pose. of... They are doing that. As like the ball not, as the ball's heading back to the centre. That's right. Because yeah. so um, it is a breaking play at least. Mm. Um, so Which is the same that. with yeah. cricket, I guess. Yep. Yeah. And it's it's a there's a bit of a pretendy one anyway, it's a bit of a joke. Yeah. Oddly enough, the tennis one, there wasn't a lot of line calls. Uh, or challenges. It's sort of changed that a little bit. Whether they've actually that's going all the time and it's going straight to the umpire's it does. piece. It does, yeah. And he's already got the call, whether it's out or in. So well, they don't if, question it. If either. that's the case, what happened with the German lunatic then? Because that was over a line call. Was it over a line call? Yeah, he was saying, it's out. Look how far it's out. And he's pointing to three millimetres. So we're talking about Zarev yes. and trying to whack some uh, umpire's chair and maybe umpire. We allowed to swear on this point. Mm, go for it. We've done it before. Dickhead. <laughs> Absolute dickhead. Yeah. He should have been banned for a minimum 12 So, so what did he get? $98,000 for Well, I think it was the prize money, which was forty two and whatever the rest of it was. 20 grand, 20 grand for verbal abuse and 20 grand for unsportsmanlike behaviour, which is as high as I can Idiot. I hope that whoever his sponsor is, pull the bloody money mm. from him. He's a dickhead. You see this, yeah, Tiger Woods, what he did, what he did, they just ripped the, you know, the sponsors tore up his contracts, eventually sponsored him back. Nike didn't. Nike stuck with him, didn't he's they? The, they're the only ones. But everybody else just started with drawing sponsors. But this guy, we haven't known anything about yeah. it yet. I would be if I was sponsoring for sure. Yeah, you won't see Ash Barney do that. No. Touch wood. No, <laughs> never see that. It'd be disappointing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Nick, Nick Curios a chance? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every minute. Oh, dear. AFL, um, so the league talking about, surprise, surprise, cracking down on umpire abuse. Let's hope they can get that. How are they going to do that? How bad well, is that well, in the AFL? Well, well, umpire abuse from the players or the fans? No. Well, that's a good question because I think it's just as bad in the, on the field. As, oh, no, not on the field, up in the stands. Oh, in the stands, oh, it's terrible. the stands, you'll yeah. never. You'd, they've uh, they've uh, been referred to as white maggots forever. That's, forever. <laughs> I'm, I'm not big, <laughs> I don't like it. To be like honest, that's, league's probably the same. Yeah. G, G. Kelly's probably pretty high up there in the... <laughs> Have the police ever been to your house? <laughs> Actually, where do we? I warned the people who moved to next next door because um, uh, they don't follow the league at all. And um, Lewis's wife, Kerry, as well, said, "Oh, you should go and watch a game with Graham." I said, "I wouldn't come to a Roosters game." <laughs> <laughs> you, you, what are you liking the, Actually, in the, the crowd, word though, "c" gets used quiet? a lot. Or a lot. C. Clever. Yes. Cheat. <laughs> <laughs> So do you, in the game at, at the ground, you, and there's more people there. Well, oh, Roosters game probably not that many. But are you uh, no. aggressive or are you no. more calm? More calm. So okay. at home you can do whatever you want, basically. Yeah, house, oh, yeah, and within reason. Yeah, it probably is. Like the kids tell me, the TV can't hear me. Um, <laughs> but you've got a different view on the game too. At the game. Yeah. yeah. To, to um, TV. Mm. TV. So. Well, you're more, you're more, um, <laughs> you're more uh, uh, empathetic towards the referees when you're at the game. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't encourage anyone else to talk. And it's not so much with it's a stupid rules that they're trying to implement in rugby league. And the way they, they do it. Yeah. When, when do the dogs play the roosters? I don't know. I have to find out because it's find out. We either go to the game or we go to the Canterbury Bagstown Leagues Club to watch it. <laughs> You know what we can do? We, we can Hopefully do it. there's a couple of rough calls from the rep because 
Imagine this. We'll go, to the, club we'll, we'll go to the game. We'll make a pack. We'll go to the game and then we'll do the podcast after, no matter how pissed we are. Yeah, I'd say G. <laughs> Kelly might end up at the bottom of the Cooks River, I'd say, by, uh, by a group of... If uh, it's a belly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You wouldn't get on the train, off the train anyway. Yeah, where are we? Where do we play the Bulldogs? While you're looking that up, so cricket news, Rod Marsh had a heart attack during the week. He's critical, but in a stable condition, so hopefully yeah, he makes a full recovery. But yeah. Only 74. Yeah, he's a young fellow. He's 74, is he? Yeah. Uh, is he? Time goes quick, mate. Who's that old? You're nearly no, 50. He played in the 77 centenary test. Mate, you're nearly 50. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> goes quick, doesn't it? Yeah, quick. Um, we don't play you guys this year. You guys must be in second division. <laughs> After last year, we should have been. the two trials you played, you probably are too. Um, oh, so, yeah. we're going to Pakistan, it looks like. It looks strongly... Uh, 30th of April. Although... Five thirty. Oh God! Five thirty. It's at the dogs too. <laughs> well, so we'll be yeah, we'll be back in the at league. Belmore. Yep. Oh well. No, well, Acor Stadium. That could be Belmore. <laughs> no, yeah, well, we'll be Acor Stadium. Is that no home idea. No idea. Must be the new Is one. Is it No, I'm guessing that's what I presumed. Is that it? That's we can be back ground? in the Canterbury League. Must be a new one. I don't know. Acor yeah, Stadium. Right. Is that maybe the SFS? Is that under which one's been built at the moment? Phil? That's uh, it's the it's at the Sydney Showground. So yeah, it's home. Oh, it might be the, the little one. Yeah, sounds like uh, three grams of my road trip. Yeah, let's do it. Road April. trip in an, an, an early an early podcast and straight to the game. I reckon do it afterwards. <laughs> From just have, all, have all the gear set up. Probably have all the gear set up and we we'll just get back. We'll probably have a couple of sherbets out around. Might not be able to stand what we're saying, but be worth it. Oh, dear. Yeah, so Aussies are going over to Pakistan. Question I have, guys, is uh, will our batting stand up uh, in Pakistan? Our bowlers, I think. Well, who, we'll who's, in, who's in the Pakistan side? Do you know any of them? So um, I know they don't have. Abdul Qadir is not. But their, their bowlers are, are more your, your quicker bowlers. They haven't got an outstanding spinner that they got no, like um, like the India where you've got Jadeja, Ashwin, um, and a, a whole heap of them. Mm. So well, they performed pretty well in the like in the T Twenty in the World Cup. They were undefeated there for a bit. They beat mm. India in the first game. Yep, they were like, undefeated. Three games. I think yeah. they knocked over the yeah. Indies. I can't remember who else they knocked over. And everyone's gone, oh, Pakistan. We didn't even put them in our top three, half of those yeah, sides. I reckon it'll be tough over there because we don't, we don't know what we're going into. And they'd come and say, in Australia, the games have a flow to them that you know if you're playing at the Gabba, it's going to go this way. And you're looking for that sort of speed of the game or whatever. Same at different venues. He said, in the subcontinent, in a country you don't know, it might do nothing for two days and then you get 20 wickets in a day because the pitch has deteriorated. Or... I dare you to um, check out a, an interview with, um, uh, was it Graham Hughes? Oh, no, not Graham Hughes. Um, Kim Hughes. Kim Hughes. On the ABC. It. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah. heard, heard them talking and about it when He I talks about up. when he travelled over to Pakistan and how they used to, uh, so Dennis Lilly was in doubt one day to play and so they created two pitches. One if he bowled, oh, and one if he didn't yeah. bowl. So that's the type of uh, environment yeah. you go to. But the the fans are going to be like through the roof of this stuff. Like they're going to be so um, patriotic, I guess. Um, it'll be well, interesting to watch. We haven't had hardly any cricket. But, yeah. So the last time we toured was that was that when the Sully Mullet thing came about with uh, with Warren and, and Tim May, Mark Warren. No, it was, was Tim it, May. Oh, Tim May, sorry, yeah. they one of them. Yeah. Hundred thousand dollars each, I think, US. What? Oh, for, the, for them to bowl wide of Oxford. Yeah. Mm. And selling they end up. Pakistan actually won the game anyway. But yeah. I don't think they were Pakistani better um, uh, bookings. Though. It was Indian, wasn't it? Yeah, it was but it was Pakistan, Pakistan players though, because you had yeah. the three Pakistani, the young kid, Mohammed Asif. I reckon he sat out five years. Wow. Yeah. Um, he was only eighteen, nineteen. 
they'd be the targets when Imran they were young. Imran Khan still, he's still the Prime Minister, I believe so. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know any different. Yeah. yeah. But the, the tough thing for those young kids is they come in, you've got a cricket board paying you absolutely nothing to play, mm-hmm. your family's struggling, broke, and Indian Boogie says 100 grand. For one ball. To bowl a no <laughs> ball on the fourth ball of your third over. There you go. Who's this home? And you, then you go, I'm not going to do it, but you still do by accident? Yeah. <laughs> then you go, guilty. So when does that start? It must be yeah, not, a few weeks not too far away, a few weeks away. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in the March, I think. Imagine that, though. Yeah, you turned him down, and then you didn't. Did anyway. <laughs> yeah, you'd be dead yeah. anyway. Well, that's, I mean, that's what happened to Warren and, and, and May, really. They yeah. lost the game anyway. Yeah. Mm. And Malik sort of with a cheeky look. Could have, could have got a couple of other things. <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. side. Uh, so, actually, further cricket news, uh, the Women's ODI World Cup's in New Zealand. Is it next week, week after? It's only a couple of weeks yeah, away. It's, uh, yeah, so in Australia, would be favourites. The England won it five years ago, and they've just, well, in Australia, they towed them up. Who knows, in New Zealand. But. So, it's the only trophy Australia doesn't have. Yeah, that's the whole moment. That's in New Zealand? Yeah. No, they have trouble? Yeah, they're <laughs> doing seven-day quarantines. Okay. Yeah, because there's an English uh, commentator I heard today on the radio. So he's been there for seven days, so it must be pretty soon they're ready to kick off. So. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, Shane Flanagan's gone to back to the, or oh, he's at the Dragons as a coaching consultant. Kel, what do you think about that? Oh, I think that um, Anthony Griffin <laughs> better buy a leather jacket that's very thick. Will he ever get, so the, the NRL, have they obviously allowed him to go back as a consultant, but yeah. as a coach yet? Yeah? I think he's still on a sort of interim ban. Is he? I thought he'd I think he finishes in six months, I think. Oh, I thought he'd run No, well, six Maybe months. If I was, if I was no, it, it, it has. He's allowed to come back to, to be involved, but he's not allowed to be a head coach. Okay. But they must be getting close, so I'd say they're looking at it. Yeah, I'd be worried if I was Griffin. I'd have something that protected my back pretty well. Yeah. I thought Griffin was just signed, not recently. Yeah, I thought they extended him too. They yeah. did, yeah. Yeah, right. That doesn't mean nothing. I was going to say, yeah, what's that mean? <laughs> Um, so what about this? The Aussies um, basketball, um, just quickly, they're playing in a World Cup qualifier or a series of games, and they've got no NBL players and no NBA players. Why is that? Because the NBL's playing right now and the NBA's playing right now. Qualifiers at the wrong time, do you reckon? <laughs> uh, yeah, Qualifying maybe. for the World Cup win. In basketball, oh, a few months' time, but they're playing a series of games. Who are we playing against? Uh, they beat like American um, Samoa or yeah, Chinese Taipei or someone yeah. the other day. Uh, it's a bit similar to soccer, you know how they go through all those earlier stages yeah, without yeah, their main players yeah. and then they bring them back. So Did you to what? For a run? <laughs> Mate, I couldn't run There's up there. There's no NBA players, no NBL players. It's cheeky button that's still wouldn't ask me. Hey, talking basketball, you've got the Melbourne Boomers in the WNBL? Been like that for a couple of years, yeah. yeah that that's... name is what you're obviously yeah. angling at. Yeah, I don't like it. No, that, that's I was just interested in people's thoughts. Of, Melbourne just, boomers, yeah, female, it's a female Australian boomers. correct. Yeah. yeah, just I don't think they should have ever allowed that to happen. It's yeah. just, but I think that must be their club sponsor to uh, their club mascot. It's been that way for a long, long time. Oh, okay, prior to the, the Australian, Australian boomers, yeah. So kick them out. You're never going to have another team called the Opals, are you? Well, that's what I was going to say. I reckon the bloody Jack Jumpers should have called themselves the Opals instead. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Well, so the Opals come about because they had a sponsor at that time. It was a jewelry, a jewelry company. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how they become the Opals. Okay. So it wasn't because of landmarks or whatever. It's been interesting. Yeah, there you go. So golf, uh, Greg Norman behind this. We might have talked about this in an old podcast uh, about him getting Saudi Arabian money to compete against uh, the PGA, American PGA. $3 billion. Yeah, they reckon they're going to lose a billion. They're going to lose a billion, they said. Because they haven't of, signed anyone, though. That's why they're going to lose a billion, apparently. <laughs> they need a couple of marquee players, is it? So Greg Norman's just picked up a billion for consultants. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they... Um, they is there anyone else who used consultants, actually? <laughs> Uh, um, it's, I think they're going to start in, is it Malaysia or Thailand or somewhere uh, over there somewhere very soon? Yeah. yeah. So we'll be interested to see what momentum they get over so the next few months. Why wouldn't it work? 
It would. It would for Gary Packer and World Series cricket. Why wouldn't it work for the? Are all the players happy in the PGA? Yeah, I mean, obviously that, the PGA that, that, have that's, come out that's and said, the thing. "You go and join that. You're never coming back. You never leave Yeah, something like that. But I mean, Australian Australian players that went to South Africa, the same thing. They would be in for two years when they mm, were up there. Maybe. Yeah. And they went for the cash. Also, also, the majority of them live in the UK, uh, in the US. They live right there. Yeah. So they have to travel over there and they still make the same money where they are or close to it. Yeah. The good ones, that is. That's, I was going to say, World Series cricket was not about the cricket or, or the players. It helped the players enormously. Money. But it was about Packer getting the rights to off the ABC. Yeah. For cricket. Commercialised. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can thank yeah, him for all that. Yeah. You think about the, the golf. It, it's so much like the... Um, that Super League that Barcelona, Real Madrid, yeah, proposed, yeah. We're, we're trying to put forward. Mm. So who's who's got the golf rights? I assume it's Fox, is it, or someone like that? There's actually a m- number of broadcasters. Yeah, yeah, it's not just one. But this is not about the Saudis trying to take the golf broadcast rights. And what's no. in it for them? Then? It's a good question. If it's not about making money, which is normally comes from. But in, in golf, I would say it's the broadcast rights. It's not the people attending the golf course. They generate it from television predominantly. Why would you throw $3 billion at there for a new... Who, who sells the rights to television? Yeah, so it, it could be about TV rights because what they do is they, they sell, not the PGA, obviously, because they've already got their set up, but if you go over there and you attract all those players, oh, yeah. then they can attract them, the television rights from another all yeah. those broadcasters. You need the top players, though. If you don't yeah. have the top players, you're stuck. You won't get as much, yeah, yeah. exactly. Or is yeah. it soccer and everything else? Just earning more sports things because you've got like so it. much money. Yeah. Yeah. So what does it do for Greg Norman's credibility? Right. Do you think he had any? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did when he walked along the beach that yeah, day. Yeah, that's... <laughs> What's he got to gain oh, by more, obviously, more he's money? Just a, more money. He's just a, well, yeah. if he can do it well, he can start manipulating his relationship with the Saudis, which will add to more, more money. He's probably yeah, interesting because I think he's only got to next week, I think, before it falls over. Well, oh, it's the right. March or some, some date like that okay. just thrown around. Yeah, so, so and, and you heard something about Dustin Johnson, Kel? I did. He's um, the American. Mary. Paulina Gretzky. So those kids have got some serious sporting genes. Good bloodlines. Mm. Is, she, is she a good looker? I haven't seen her before. You haven't oh, seen her? I no. don't think it's fair to rate women on physical looks. I think the emotional intelligence and so intellect. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I don't think she's horrible. I don't think she's beautiful. What do you think I'd she have is? to know her before I could make a comment on that. <laughs> well, I'm pretty confident you won't get too close to her. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, she, yes. She's she, a good she, she, she could be a model, I yeah, would think. Okay. When we're talking about vision, so I just thought we'd have a topic today. Vision? Talk, vision, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you get on to that? Oh, we're talking about <laughs> ogling some... Young lady. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that's what Kelly is doing. Oh, oh, I was not. Or you are. That's the one of these, huh? I don't know uh, what she looks like. She's the one who started that. So look and vision. There you go. It's all good. Um, sorry to all those lady listeners out there, or one of you. Um, so, talk about vision. So, if you're in a, a club now, ready to go to um, into the new season... How do you create a vision that convinces everybody that they're going to win the championship? And also, if you think about this in your context, in your workplace, you know, it's, if you, it's similarities. When you're trying to get everybody on board to, to aim for whatever it is your objectives might be, how do you get them on board? What's the best way, do you reckon? So, you've got, you got to work out what your objective is first, mm-hmm. what you want to be, I reckon. Yeah, I think if you go to the sporting environment, I don't know whether many of them would say that their vision is to win the flag. Oh, I don't know. That's no, no, that's yeah. every club's vision, I think. They're, they're more process-driven. Yeah. 
Well, that's their, is that their vision or their objective? Well, it's their objective, but I even with objective, the objective for the start of every year, I don't think it's every every team's objective to win the flag because they can't all win the flag. No. And they're not all in that they haven't got the team to win the yeah. flag. And you know that if your objective, that might be a five-year plan, mm. but a 12-month plan is, you know, we, we need to be competitive, we need to be sticking to our processes, we need to stick to our game plan, we need to, mm. we need all to those topics. Yeah, so I think develop vision, in key areas is... So yeah, I think your you, vision's you, more than that. Vision, it absolutely yeah. is. That, that's, that comes what do you want to represent? What do you want to look like? Yeah, what's your mission? What's your what's your vision? It's all yeah, the same stuff. It is. That's where... What are the standards you set for yourself? What, hmm. what will you not walk past? What what yeah. do you expect? Do you expect integrity? Or do you not give a shit about integrity as long as you're winning? What, we talked what, about that last Yeah, time. no, but, but what, what are those... Uh, and how do they all mesh together to say... What's your DNA? So one of the big, uh, best examples I saw was um, the Utah Jazz made a real um, uh, part of their fabric, I guess, as a team, to go into the community. They l- mm. literally do stuff all the time, and obviously they pay for their wages one way or another because they bring in the money and the sponsors yep. come along and all that sort of stuff. So they're, they're the best I've seen in, a, in an NBA level anyway. And a lot of the others, just you know, if you think about some of the teams, they probably... Sure, they'll shake the fans' hand, but they won't go to that level that they try to... They gave money to charity, they gave money to uh, education. There's an Aussie, Mike Cannon Brooks, is also part of that. And he was really pushing that. And so you think about it, that, that's more about a vision rather that, than the objective. That is, and it's about... Your vision is actually to have good people leave your club, come come into your club and you improve them as people and you have good people leaving. Be a net promoter. Yeah. 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 So that's what I think vision's about. So if you're in your workplace, it's the same, isn't it? If you have someone that leads your organisation and speaks about you well or somebody wants to join your organisation because of what you provide, the environment is co- um, cohesive to creating a good outcome for everybody, employees it's, and others. It's that 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 leads to players taking unders mm. so you can manage your salary cap. Yeah, like the Roosters. Yeah, no, but, but seriously, I reckon Trent Robertson has created a culture and then you had the Morris brothers talking about it, which all of a sudden then says, well, shit, we'll go there, we'll cop 100 grand less. I, I'd argue that Politis has created that culture. Oh, no doubt. In brown paper bags. <laughs> no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Uncle Nick and Trent. Yeah, yeah, combination. Yeah, yeah. B- Bellamy's done. Melbourne's the same, yeah. Bell- Bellamy and um, P- Panisi um, down in Melbourne. But Melbourne's culture is different to the Roosters. Mm-hmm. They both got caught cheating. Well, Melbourne. Yeah, I was going to say, take your words back. <laughs> You'll have Uncle Nick on the phone. Um, Good. But Melbourne's culture is different to the Roosters. But it doesn't make it better or worse. No, it's, no, it's, just, it's just different, different where they are. It's every it's bit as successful. Yeah, the situational awareness of what, what's going on in those that town, that city, that whatever. It's, it all changes how your team looks, your business looks, if you like. What's an AFL example? Where, how, do you, how do you differentiate? Like, your two successful clubs, and su- success is probably measured in a number of different ways. Win losses, usually, and money and sustainability. Win premierships. Supporter base, giving back to your supporter base, mm-hmm. being active in the community. So yeah. successes measured sponsors, in different, different so, areas. How do, how do you say they? When you say they're different, because it is a little bit hard in, in when you got two businesses like we're talking about, in the, so the Roosters and the Storm, actually the same goals, the same. Or a lot of the goals would be the same. Sure. How do you see that their success is different? I reckon their their culture is different. The, I'm not Melbourne probably. If you had to pick one that was more successful, Melbourne, but they're both similarly successful. I'm just saying you can have different visions. Of well, over the last ten years, are the most dominant two teams. Yeah, correct. And but you, Melbourne, I reckon Trent Robinson's tried to focus more on that being part of the community, understanding community committing to it. Melbourne seemed to be a bit more blokey blokes 
can't have a good time. You got Cameron Munster, you got Curtis Scott. Who else you got coming out of there? This um, province in New Zealand. Oh, was it New Zealand? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a, uh, Yeah, got done for punching yeah. somebody. Uh, you got my uh, There's Tui Kamikamika. Is just of recent times, do you think that's been a long, long-term thing? Back when Slater was there and Smith was there, and oh, those guys. It's been a long-term thing, I would think. I, whether the, any of those guys participated in that, well, I mean, maybe look, not. Look, but uh, yeah, there's a history of things that have followed them. If you have a good look at Melbourne, the the salary cap breaches is ongoing. Like yeah. a, not in the last couple of years, but definitely past that. You've had a number of every off-season, they, they have been involved, but they've been very, very good in covering it up. There's no doubt about it. Unlike the Bulldogs, when they're in their off-season, are terrible at it. Is, is, does being in Melbourne give them extra... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not in the, in the limelight as much. Correct. They could be yeah. out at a bloody pub in Melbourne. People don't even know who they are. Correct. Yeah. You don't get away with that in Sydney. No, and the AFL players wouldn't get away with it in, in Melbourne. No. Everybody watching But that comes back to a cultural thing too, as to how you handle that and how you deal with it. Yeah. Who, who sets the culture? Yeah. Everyone says a coach does. <clears throat> I'm not so sure about that. In a business, yeah. Ultimately, it is. Do I, I think everybody does. I, it's I, how you do things around here. It's what culture means. Yeah, ultimately, it's got to be your, your CEO or... They can, yeah. So they can lead it, but ultimately everybody controls it. Agreed. They, they have they have to tick off what it is we want to be. Mm-hmm. You then need to set the framework. Buy, you need the yeah. buy-in to get it. Yeah. You, you can't. If they don't tick it off. Because you could want this thing know. here, Kel, but everybody has their own set of behaviours and beliefs, and unless that affect their behaviour, sorry, their beliefs affect behaviour, but unless you can convince them that your way is the right way, They'll just do whatever they want to do. So if you look at Simon Goodwin, for instance, we'll go back to school. Mm. Uh, he's been ridiculed in the media about having beers in the pub and you know, Gil Glocklin having to you know, confront the Melbourne Footy Club about potential issue there with the, the coach and drinking and spending too much time with the players at the pub and this type of stuff. Um, yet they've blown on the flag and, to be honest, probably should win. A couple, a couple all, in yeah. the next few years, you would think. Um, it's it's a fine line between creating a, a good culture where you know, you've, you've got team bonding and this type of stuff mm. versus um, you know, going over the top. And it's basically you're talking about young men, and that's and they they dedicate their lives for some twelve months, some fifteen years. And put their body under a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of time where they're, you know, they're busting their bum and all they want to do is have a beer in the pub. If they're in the off-season or at the end of the half the game or whatever that is, I reckon we can be a bit too hard on Because you know. that, that's yeah, just part of... we've got a great culture. Yeah, that's part, that's part of getting the buy-in to the culture, if you like. That's, it's interesting to bring it up because we're going through exactly this process at work at the moment. Um, we had a meeting the other day and... We've come up, I won't throw it out there because we haven't thrown it out there yet. But, um, but if you need to, I can come in and consult for you. I'll just put it out there. <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll see. So, I'll, so what are you throwing out there, Kel? You haven't? No, you see. No, no, but it's, a, it's a pretty simple slogan, as to, but it sort of goes to our DNA, honesty, integrity, and trying to be the best you can. Yeah. But then it's, how, how do you get that buy-in? And I reckon part of what Goodwin was probably trying to do when he was on the booze was say, guys, yeah, take that opportunity to have a beer, talk about it, talk about why it's important. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. And, it, you know, what? it is hard, you, you, you're talking about setting a vision and you look, you look at it and most businesses probably should have a similar bloody vision, to be honest. It's all sustainability and honesty, integrity, these mm. type of things. The, the same values, words, yeah. I reckon you could pick 20 words mm-hmm. and it'll be in most businesses, buddy. Vision, yeah. mission, vision. leadership, all leadership, that sustainability, all that stuff. So it's more about setting the tone when you're from your senior management team, your 
it's about rather than having that stuck up on a wall that no one ever looks at again because yep. someone said it was a good idea to do a mission statement. Yeah, it's a, it's about. I'd prefer to say it's stuck in a desk somewhere. No one ever ever sees it. Mm. But it's about living it every day, and that's what's going to make you different. You say the and same about plans, though. Yeah, that's where your culture comes from. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. Um, I, I think you asked the question: How do you get them to buy? Or you might have asked Axel. Um, my you get a my thoughts. To tell you. No, 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 no. You don't need to. But my thoughts are: You go <laughs> top down, or... bottom up, and across. You get as many variations of that involved in the process. Yep. So as many of those people as you can, without disrupting your business. Is how you do it. Yep. Without it, you've got nothing. Agreed. You don't have a pre-season training camp. Oh, you definitely would. Like we'd have lots of alcohol involved. You're in that pre-season training camp. Yeah, probably. Oh, Adelaide. Adelaide. <laughs> Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's when they try to trick it up too much. They yeah. try to get this expert in to give them that competitive edge. You know, yeah. peptides be another day. And it's backfire. It's got to come back to being real. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be you. And if it's not you, then don't try and pretend it's you. Yeah. And almost to every single, to your point, every single organisation, I believe, this is about people. It's really not about anything else. So what do you want out of your people? What can you extract and, and create? And that, that's why it's the original starts with the top of the, the chain and has to filter down. Mm. Because if you've got Clive Palmer in charge, the culture in his organisation... He's going to be what if he doesn't give a shit about his people, yeah, then he's going yeah, to whatever he gives you the money for, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If he doesn't believe um, in honesty, he might he's happy to say the word, but he'll, if he'll do whatever he can to screw you on a deal, then you're not going to have that as part of your culture, yeah. yeah. Greg Popovich at um, the San Antonio Spurs in the NBA, what he did was he really cared about the people and their cultures, all individual cultures. He actually recruited people from different areas to give them that different diversity. Yeah. And if you think about it, if people want to go and play for him, obviously he cared about the guys that played for him enough to create that environment. So he gets rewards from it. And people talk about him as being one of the best ever. So. Well, look what he's done for Paddy Mills. I'm sure Paddy Mills is pretty good anyway, but... Um, Certainly take him to another level. Yeah, and to hear the way Popovich talks of Paddy Mills is pretty impressive. So what do you think the culture was like at uh, Chicago Bulls when they had their uh, six, six premierships or six? Mm, yeah. Six from uh, oh, well, six three. From eight. Eight. Yeah, there's three and then a two-year break. Because so, yeah. yeah. it's completely different probably, I reckon, to what you think. It wouldn't work this day, I don't reckon. That's what I think about the culture then. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that um, they were that pally and they certainly are not today. No. But interesting, I mean, he, yeah, if you're on a winning... Yeah, you're on the trajectory to win a championship. Maybe the culture then was all about winning. But That's why they got Jordan the keys. Yeah. The end of the day. And you've got that but guy. He ran the team. He oh, ran the team. He did, definitely. And, 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 and LeBron does now. And you name it. Yeah. What's it meant long-term for the Bulls? Lots of years without winning. Yeah. They're actually looking good now, just by the way. Yeah. Those are darky, dark horse. Kill you talked about, not a darky, dark horse. Last week you talked about um, it might have been off air. We we're talking about LeBron James and the Lakers. Yep. Yeah, it's in similar to the yeah. Michael Jordan era. No culture there. Mm. None at yeah. all. And it tells. You watch them play. It looks yeah. like there's nothing there. So do you need the superstar player or are you better off having two or three guys that are not the superstars? Think about when you guys all played sport at the start of the year. Did you think you like, if you didn't have a chance of winning, what was, you know, what well, never happened because you were there. You're the star, yeah. I guess. You're both the stars. What am I saying? But you know what I mean. If you don't feel like you might go in thinking you're going to win, and then all of a sudden you get there, and you go, "Yeah, realism kicks in. We're not going to win." And then your vision changes all of a sudden. Well, that's the objective. Maybe that's your objective. Maybe your objective we never changes. Had a, never had a side that we're ever going to win it. I don't think, but we were always going to get go close. close. Yeah. Yeah, but we probably never had the side to win it against the top sides. So, so you try and win as many games as you can and you hope can, to God that you can upset it too, to be honest. You, you can know. only affect your your actions as an individual, but you, you can't. I mean, you can have set examples of the teammates and so forth, so you can't actually 
and, and let that contribute to the culture. But so I think it's what you do. Like, if even if you haven't got the team, you think it's going to win. You still bust your ass. That's so. So your I, vision's different, right? Your vision's about being that team that goes above and beyond their, their yeah, ability sometimes, whereas your objective might be a little bit lower than. Yeah, no, yeah. I, see, I guess for us, probably more your vision is just to be the very best. You can be. You can be. And yeah. like, I know when I went to state volleyball training camps, you know there was twelve getting picked at the end of it, and you mm. look around and you count eighteen better than you. <laughs> Seriously. But the one thing I used to always say to myself was, the fear of failure is no excuse. So, just have a crack. Yeah, have a crack. Guys. And. The other thing I reckon... Did you notice he just dropped that, by the way? No, no, I was never, ever, ever, ever happy after a game, mm. I reckon, ever. Happy with the team, absolutely, enjoyed things, but there was always something that I could have done better. So that's like Grant Hackett. Have you ever, have you ever heard his podcast? No, no. no. He was never happy. He's a perfectionist. One broke world records, won gold medals. He was never, ever happy with his performance. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. Seriously, yeah. But I don't reckon you're a perfectionist. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At work? Yeah. You've worked with him? Is he yeah. a perfectionist at work? Yeah, it's got to be done properly. Yeah, okay. Well, narcissist, maybe. Narcissist, <laughs> <laughs> arsehole, yeah. No, <laughs> all, the, all those fit. Narcissist is different because that's my way or the highway. So it's constructive. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's it's not. I, I had plenty of teammates who did fantastic jobs and they carried you all this long. Yeah, absolutely, they did. But, um, all right, we're going to wrap up. We'll wrap up with uh, the NRL. So you've got to go up or down. So they're going to finish higher or lower than last year. Jesus, I'll give you a bit of. A, I can't I'll remember some, where they finished last year. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. No, I've got it. I'm going to go and get us another beer, and you blacks can bloody do the NRL. Oh, mate. I don't care about the NRL. I had a, <laughs> had a Rooster's uh, wedding cake. I had Brad Fittler on it. And I hate it these days. You hate the cake or the Roosters? No, I still love the cake. I just, and I hate the fact that I love the Roosters, so I can't stop watching them. It's, All right, it's like so let's go. Busy. Stop winging. Let's get along with it. <laughs> so you got the Broncos. Finished 14th. Won 7, lost 17. They've only brought in Capewell and Reynolds. Up or down? Up. They've also brought in stags. Oh, yeah, he comes back, yeah. Uh, Raiders finished 10th, 110, uh, lost 14. They've got Cotrick coming back, Elliot, Adam Elliot from the Dogs, and Jamal Fogarty, who I rate. Damn. Um, chip. Not chip. I don't, I don't rate their culture. They've got rid of Scott, they got rid of Simmonson. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they'll go up. You reckon? And I think the Broncos will stay the same. Who plays half for them? Fogarty. Fogarty, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, Bulldogs finished 16th, won three, lost 21. They get Adokar, Burton, Dufty, Naden, Hangai Jr., Vaughan, and others. I'll jump back in. They've got to go up. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one way to go. That's true. Barbecue at Vaughan's place. Second we'll round. It all <laughs> under, all under. Done, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they should go up, yeah? They should. They have to. If they don't, even even if it's only a couple of spots. Yeah, if, if they don't go up, Trent Robertson doesn't coach next year. Trent Robertson. Trent Robertson. <laughs> Trent, Trent Barrett. Trent Barrett. Uh, Sharks finished ninth, one ten, lost fourteen. They bring in Fulikang, uh Fanukin and uh, Hines, Hines and yeah. McInnes comes back after injury. They really only lost um, probably guys that are too old anyway, except for Chad Townsend, who I think is a big loss. Townsend was up at North Queensland last year, wasn't he? Yeah, towards the back end. Yeah, but, you know, in terms of the whole season. Up or down? I go I'd, down. I'd, I'd like to say up, but someone's got to go down. So, um, I think they'll go down before yeah, they go up. I agree. Titans finish eight. They won ten, lost fourteen. They really haven't attracted anyone new. Okay, yeah. Go down. Wow. Confident. I reckon, I reckon they'll go up. You're doing your math. Who plays half? Who, who's halfback for them? Well, they've lost Taylor. They've uh, lost yeah, Toby Sexton, I think it is. Yeah. That's it. Albert Kelly there. 
No, he's at the Broncos. He is too, yeah. Um, mm. Tanya Boyd. Uh, Tanya Boyd. Uh, Brimson will go to 5'8". Jaden Campbell goes to fullback. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Sexton and Boyd will fight out for the halfback spot. Actually, it might be Boyd that I'm thinking I'm not Sexton. Um, Manly finished fourth, won 16, lost eight. Haven't really brought anybody in, but they've got a, a few young players coming through. I think they finish lower. Hopefully the same spot. Uh, they'll be up there. I reckon Manly's top four. This is a year, I reckon, where depth will be the difference, and I don't think they've got the depth. They've got the stars, but not the depth. How's Ford? Is he... Well, he's a year finished. older. Uh, a year slower. He's still playing. Still playing? Yeah. How old is Ford? Seems to have been around forever. Yeah, I'm guessing 30, 34. <laughs> yeah. No, he's still there till next end. Jerry Evans had a good year last year, I thought. Because when, when did Manly win it? Uh, 2010. They belted Storm 40-0. Oh, yeah. Mm. That long ago, 12 years. No, it wasn't 10, because... The Dragons beat the Roosters, so, mm. but oh. it's, 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 it's sick, yeah, because Foran played in that with Jerry Evans, I reckon. Charity Shield tonight too, by the way, Charity Shield, um, Roosters, uh, sorry, South and um, Dragons. Mm. Um, Storm, they finished first last year, 21-3, and three. Uh, they get Xavier Coates in, but they lose a few, Adokar, uh, Fanukin, we mentioned, Hines, they so the depth, Max King's gone to the Bulldogs. He looked great last week too. Um, and that's about it that they've lost. So Where up did they finish first, like Melbourne. It's only one way to go, isn't it? We'll stay the same. We'll go down. Do they win it? No. Me, I agree. Down. Warriors. They finished eleventh. Uh, they won eight and lost sixteen. This is a team that never went home the whole season yeah. for two years now. Three. They no won't be going home again. The, the Not in the short term. Who yeah. have they recruited? Wasn't someone played Sean Johnson, Sean Ash Johnson. Taylor, um, predominantly those two are the main ones. But they've got, a, they've, across the board, they've got a pretty good team. I wouldn't be surprised they climb up a bit. No, I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to go up. They will need to play some games at home. I would yeah. to go up. Okay. Yeah. Three years on and the road. Let's hope they, let's yeah, hope they, they bloody do. Towards the back would be great, wouldn't yeah. it? Knights finished seventh. They uh, tw- they won twelve and twelve. They've attracted um, Plune from St George, who will cover Mitchell Pearce, I guess. They got here. Dan Gagai, uh, and they've recruited Andrew Johns to be their coach. He was at Parramatta last year, etc., etc. They got South in a hurry. Yeah, where is it? Yeah, I, I think they're going to be. a lot of young guys. Can't see them up there. Yeah, uh, the, the biggest issue they haven't got there. Uh, hooker for about oh, six or eight weeks, so they'll be in trouble. Cowboys. They've got Andrew Johns back. Yeah, doesn't help. <laughs> Lots of partying. We talked oh, about yeah. that earlier. He set the culture. Uh, Cowboys finished fifteenth. They won seven and lost seventeen. They've really only brought in Brown, uh, Townsend, who was there, but also Tanul Brown from the um, from the Warriors, who's a good player but good young player. They've just got to work out how to get Tamalola going. Now, where's he up to? Is he? He's still, 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 still not vaccinated. $10 million. He's still he's not, not vaccinated. He doesn't have to be that. What is it? Because they're not even quite. But he's not be yeah, Can you go to state by state? Yeah, we're, we're Melbourne. Queensland, Melbourne, and Sydney. So you can play in Melbourne? Oh, you will soon. Okay. Yeah, cause that's, that's what they're waiting for. Yeah, it's the same it's, with the guy in West, uh, West Coast, um, Darling. Yeah. waiting for the same thing. Eels, they finished six, they won 15, lost nine. They've only got Simonson in, oh, Ogden from the Dogs, Mitch Rain. But they've also got out Ferguson, Lussick. Is he still in a Smith. cell in Japan? I don't know, I haven't heard from him. Um, <laughs> you haven't heard from him? No, he hasn't. He's dealer when he's over here. <laughs> they've also got Reed Barney's um, uh, going to be out injured for quite a while, so yeah. I think they'll go down. I think they could miss the eight. Oh, yeah. That'd well, be a shame for the Parramatta supporters. They've been loyal for so long and they've started a... You know, last year they, they looked all right. They look good, yeah. They look good for a couple of years. Too. Yeah. At the first half of the year. Mm. That's the back end. That Every year it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Penrith. Oh, and they've re-signed um, the coach for another couple of years too. 
Did they resign Brad Arthur? Penrith uh, finished second, uh, 21-3, could have easily won it. Um, they did win the, the big show. Yeah, yeah, so this is in the... Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. this is just the table, I guess. Mm. So, regular season. So they lost um, some players. So they've lost um, Burton, they've lost Capewell, they've lost Tyron May, they've lost Momorowski, Naden, Pangai Jr., they lost a heap of players. They brought, who they brought in? No one really, but they've actually they signed a guy who, who you need to watch. His name is Maverick Dyer. I watched oh, him Mark's, play last week. Mark's, Mark's son. son. He's a second rower. Six foot two, six foot three. Hundred sound like anyone you know. Hundred and ten kilos and mobile. Yeah, right. He'll so take exactly kick like out spot. I reckon a few years. Probably yeah. not as tall as he's got me. He's But yeah. Yeah, right. So, and can they win it again with all those players? I think they're going backwards. Yeah. But not they, by they, far. They, 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 they need to. to keep everyone fit to not yeah. go backwards. But I, I guess they get Crichton. Stephen Crichton will go from the wing to centre, and I think that's his best spot anyway. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll finish top four, but they won't win it. No, they might win it, but not from in the terms of the table. They won't finish first. South uh, finished third. They're 20 and four last year. Haven't really got anyone but Milford, who may not may or may not be allowed to play, um, and they've lost a few, but basically they're the same. Look, oh, sorry, they lost the biggest one. They lost the biggest Reynolds. I reckon that's huge. Gagai. Okay, I thought they had the team to win it last year. They mm. looked dangerous. So when they play well, they're hard to stop. But if, yeah, if they, 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 they hadn't taken Joey Manu out, they, they could have won. Yeah, won it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I think they'll go backwards. Without a halfback, no yeah. halfback. Dragons finished eleventh, eight and sixteen. They bring in there are a lot of players. Actually, they brought in great, uh, George Burgess, who hasn't played for a couple of years due to injury. Uh, Moses Bombay, who really hasn't done much for anybody lately, anyway. Ever. Yeah. Um, Jaden Sewer and Moses Suley and Aaron Woods. So they've bulked up a bit, but I think they'll still finish. They have a lot of good juniors coming through. They do. They're, they're um, really good. Tyrell Sloan, is it? Yeah. He's, a, he's a gun. Yeah, and there's a couple others. So I think they will finish about the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, who else we got? Uh, Roosters, who cares? Next one. Um, they finished fifth, finished 16 and 8. Uh, they got, oh, they got a Bulldogs player, of course, pinched another one of those. Oh, Renner and Tony, yeah. Momorowski, they've signed. He's Nagama. only to do the kebabs after trading. <laughs> Nagama. When did we watch that game? At the <laughs> what, April, April 30th, I think, isn't it? April 30th. All uh, you doggy supporters get there. I, I think Kevin Nagama's a good signing by them. Kel gives them a bit of backup. He's played centre and wing. So he might be all right for them in the case they need him. Yeah, they've got Billy Smith because we've lost... Yeah, he hasn't um, played for years. No, true, through injury. Um, we've lost uh, Matty Cavana, who was mm. a backup. Got a Cronulla. You've got um, Suwali there, though. So mm. I don't see Nagama will probably be playing more for the Bears than he will. Watch that space. Um, then Connor Watson, obviously, was the other that, big signing. Yeah. So I think they will finish... Depends on if Kiri is able to play. Kiri and Collins... Back uh, ends. Kiri won't play week one, apparently. No. But I still think they'll finish in the top four. I reckon they'll top four. Although Sam Walker will be interesting to see if he comes out of concussion last night. Oh, yeah, concussion. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I presume it was. And they were beaten by the Tigers last night. No, um, they weren't. What? They were beaten by. West Tigers. Jared. Tigers. Jared bloody. <laughs> six again. Moving right along, so the Tigers, they Tigers. finished 13th, they've won 8 and lost 16 uh, last year, and they've got a, a guy from Wigan Warriors, Gildart, and also Jackson Hastings, who played for the Roosters once, didn't he? He did, play the Roosters, Manly, yep. Tyrone Peachy, Stafford Toa, who's a good player from Hastings Newcastle. Hastings looked alright last night, the 12 game. Yeah. Um, so, Tigers, 13th, can they win a couple more? You okay. got a footy team out where you guys are. To Candy. Yeah. We're going to have our three on, uh, on a knockout soon. Where? Yeah. Oh, 
I reckon you'll be able to have Madge Maguire coach on one of your teams because he won't have a job. Well, I was going to say, I was going to ask, who do you think? He's the first one sacked, I was going to ask, who do you think is the next one? That'll be Dolph. I think they'll go one, lower. One spot above yeah. where they are. I think they're going backwards. Yeah. First coach gone? Yeah. So it's a race, I reckon, between Anthony Griffin, yep. Madge Maguire, yep. and Trent right. Barrett. Adam O'Brien. Adam O'Brien, you got some, yeah. Who's the cowboy and coach? Todd Payton. I don't think he's going anywhere. Nah, he's, he's too early in his career. If Brad Arthur's one and nine... Yeah, the weight of it, yeah. The, the fact that he's been resigned for two years won't matter. So four, or, so four or five that you've mentioned, which one? Mm, Ricky Stewart. Oh, that's an interesting Rick one. Stewart, yeah, I thought about that, but I can't see Canberra getting rid of him. Before the end of the year. One and nine. Well, there you go, guys. We've uh, solved the world crises. We've uh, picked our winning NRL teams for this year, coming 2022, and uh, look forward to next week. See us. Thanks for listening to Three Grams in a Mike podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.